good I knew that I would I feel good I knew that I would So good So good I got a year Alright, good morning Jenna Good morning Thank you for having me on the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning Always a pleasure to be here My name is Dr. Ben McMillan and I am a chiropractor as well as the owner of the Neal Clinic located over on Creighton Road if you did not know where we were. I've got a few things that I want to talk about this morning, but if you're tuned in this morning and you're listening to the show and you've got a chiropractic question that you've always wanted answered, this morning what I want you to do, send me a text message, join in on our show and text me those questions. Look, I won't make you go live on the air in front of thousands of people. Just type it out, send it over to Jenna and I, and I'll spend a few minutes going through as many of those questions as I can get to this morning. Jenna, where do they, what's the number they send those to? Yeah, just text in 850-437-1620 here to News Radio 92.3, and I'll go ahead and get those messages over to Dr. McMillan. You'd think I'd remember that number. They took my sign. There used to be a sign with the number up there. They took it down. I, now I got to ask again. trying to force your memory. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to be good at remembering those phone numbers when I didn't have a cell phone. Now... I don't remember a single one. You know what, Dr. McMillan? I go to like the stores or I'm at a doctor's appointment or something. They're like, what's your phone number? I can't tell you how many times I've probably given the studio number. (laughs) They're They're calling calling here here to to get in touch with you. (laughs) You have uh, something ready. All right. So first thing that I wanted to to touch on briefly, it's something that uh, if you're a longtime listener or a patient of mine, you'll probably be familiar with this. But If you're neither of those, this may be your first time hearing about this. So chiropractors, when most people hear that word or hear about going to the chiropractor, what they're going to assume is that you're going to have your chiropractor kind of bend and twist your body into this pretzel and then maybe jump on your back so it pops. Or maybe if it's neck pain, right, you're having your neck twisted and head bent around until it pops. And some people, you know, they really enjoy that experience. Some people get a lot of relief from that. But more often than not, what happens is people get a little anxious, a little nervous when they start thinking about having their back or their neck popped, right? And these are people that probably, you know, if you're thinking about going to a chiropractor, you're probably already having some pain. But now they're, they've thought about it. They're just a little too scared. That nervousness kind of overcomes, outweighs the, the amount of pain they're in. So they just don't go. But what they don't realize is that there's a safe and effective alternative to this traditional manual style of adjusting. Jenna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot here. Uh, it's me. been a few weeks since we've talked about it, but do you remember the name of the tool or the method that I use to adjust people's backs? Um, the spine? It's the activator method. Nice, Jenna. Okay, Very I got good. It. Yes, absolutely correct. I, I get a really good laugh sometimes when patients try and remember it. They have all sorts of names. The, <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny. Sometimes if I need a laugh, I say, hey, do you guys remember what this tool is called? And I, I get everything under the sun. It's pretty funny. But nice, Jenna is Thank absolutely you. correct. Thank you very much. <laughs> the activator um, and the activator method of adjusting. So what this is, this was developed in the late 60s. As chiropractors, like all medical professionals, right, they're seeking to use technology to advance their professions. 
that's kind of the goal, right? Let's get better. Let's use technology to make what we do more effective, easier, less invasive. Let's use tools. So for chiropractors, what we do is to deliver this effective adjustment, there's a few things that have to happen. Now, this is whether we're using our hands or an instrument. You've got to have these these couple things to make the adjustment on the joints work. Number one, you've got to apply a force through a joint space quickly. It's The speed is really important. If the adjustment is too slow, it, it just won't work. Number one, your muscles are going to guard against it, right? You'll tighten up and that's gonna make it pretty uncomfortable. So when the doctors and engineers were getting together and designing this tool, they made it the activator's thrust extremely quick. It's faster than any person's hands could be. I, they, they tell you the exact amount of speed and how quick it is. I mean, it's less than a second. It's extremely fast. Another piece of the effective adjustment like what's going to make the adjustment work is the angle at which that you have to apply that force now when we adjust manually when we use our hands this causes a little bit of complications and that's why we have to put you in those different positions right to have your lower back adjusted you have to kind of lay on your side we're moving your legs around you're kind of twisted in this you know, this pretzel position, right? Or to, to adjust your neck in order to get my hands in the right uh, orientation to thrust through that joint space, I've got to twist your neck and I've got to kind of bend it to the side. And it's actually to be able to push our, with our hands with enough force in that right line of drive to move that joint in the direction that we want. You know, sometimes this isn't a big deal, right? patients, maybe they're limber enough. They're not in a, in a ton of pain. They're just a little stiff and they're able to move in those positions the way we need them to. But other times, you know, someone that if you've ever had a, a really hot back, like a, a really lot of pain in the low back, maybe it's shooting down the legs or you can't move like you're, they, these are patients that I'm talking about that really struggle just walking into the clinic, let alone me bending and twisting them. And same thing with your neck, right? If, if you've ever woken up with that really, really stiff neck, attempting to move you into those positions where you're twisted up or your neck's bent and rotated is not only going to cause you pain, increase that pain that you're already having, but those muscles that are tight and already guarding are going to make you resist getting into those proper positions even more. And that's going to make that adjustment that I'm trying to achieve where we get the joints moving the way they should to calm all those muscles down. That's going to make it a lot less effective than if you're just completely relaxed and those muscles are calm and not so tense and tight. The training required to use the activator eliminates the needs to have these patients contort in those uncomfortable positions. That's because this instrument is handheld. So what I can do is I can simply align the tool down the joint line that I'm trying to manipulate. And then I use the spring-loaded force to apply that thrust. You're not going to hear that popping or snapping, but the tool has provided enough force in that proper line of drive to, to manipulate the joint that we're trying to work on. You know, and I wouldn't say, I need to bring it in one day, John. I don't know if you've seen one of these things, but I wouldn't say it looks like an impressive piece of technology when you're looking at it, but it really is kind of remarkable how much thought and design went into this thing. And it opens up chiropractic care to more people. 
because there's no, you know, you, you get over that apprehension of being adjusted, that fear of going to the chiropractor that some people, I mean, the majority of people that are scared of going to the chiropractor fall in two categories. One, they've either never been, and those people just have this unwarranted fear and that's pretty normal, right? We're kind of scared of the unknown. The second group are people that have been and had a bad experience and they probably went in with a really stiff neck or a really stiff back and they tried to get manually manipulated and it made that pain a little worse. And these are people that with that activator, I can adjust their neck or their low back and get them some relief and they don't have those unwanted side effects of the soreness or the pain that can be associated with that manual adjusting. One of the main questions I get about the activator is, you know, it's this handheld thing. How is it able to get enough force to manipulate those joints in your spine, right? And it's really a combination of things. It's that speed, which I discussed earlier, as well as the a force that's applied through the surface area of the activator. And that's another really important part. See, with my hands, what I have to do, I have to press with the entire contact surface of my hand which in comparison to the activator, which is about the size of the tip of your pinky, my whole hand is a much larger surface area. And it's gonna require a lot more force as I apply that force through that whole surface area to get the joint to move. And when you have more force, there's a greater chance that you're gonna be sore after the adjustment. With the activator, I don't have to use as much force because it's being distributed over a much, much smaller space, which means less soreness. The other thing that, that in the size of the instrument allows me to do, it allows me to be very precise as to where I'm adjusting. So again, people that, you know, you may have gone to a chiropractor after having a back surgery, maybe a f spinal fusion. Uh, people have those after injuries, after, you know, these really severe back pain and leg pain or arm pain, they get these spinal fusion surgeries and now they're still having some stiffness in their back and they maybe went back to their chiropractor and they said, hey, we can't adjust that area anymore because of this fusion. Well, those candidates aren't, uh, those patients aren't candidates, I should say, for manual manipulations. However, they are great candidates for the activator method because I'm able to adjust the segments around where that surgery was. And let me tell you, the guys that have had these fusions or other surgeries, trust me, they're going to need some chiropractic care. When you lock down one area of the spine by fusing it together, it's going to create more stress on those segments directly above and directly below where that fusion is. And that's, uh, you know, 90% of the time, that's where we're going to see those next problems develop. And I've had a lot of success treating these patients that have been turned away from other chiropractors or even referred to our office from other chiropractors in the city because they know I'm trained in that activator method of adjusting and we're able to safely and effectively work on their spines without disrupting that surgery that's in place to help an issue that they had previously. We had somebody text in a question, can you discuss nerve inflammation on the sole of the foot from a non-diabetic perspective? Okay, um, so the, the nerves that run down your leg and all the way down into the foot, they all start from your lower back. So the reason they included this non-diabetic perspective, uh, diabetes is known for something called peripheral neuropathy. 
which is an issue with the nerves. Typically, we see that in the feet. If you get it, it's normally in both feet. It can kind of be a pain. It can be numb. It can, it can be a couple different things. So that's one of, one of the questions on our health history intake, right? Are you uh, diabetic? Are you type 1, type 2? Have you been diagnosed with any peripheral neuropathies before? Because that's one thing we need to distinguish, you know, the pain in the foot versus is this from a diabetic standpoint? Now, this nerve pain in the sole of the foot, we also need to distinguish it from one other thing, uh, pretty common, that plantar fasciitis. Uh, the plantar fascia is this really uh, thick tendony ligament structure that runs along the bottom of your foot, and it can get really, really tight and really painful sometimes. Uh, typically, that pain, you know, when you first wake up in the morning and get out of bed, that first step out of bed is extremely painful. Uh, so that would be one thing I want to ask. How do we know we're, first of all, dealing with nerve pain on the bottom of the foot? Second of all, we need to look at the lower back. That's where that nerve originates, and that's why you're getting pain most likely. Uh, there are occasions where you can entrap some of the nerves around the ankle, but they're a lot more rare. And typically the, uh, you know, the history of the injury involves some trauma to the ankle or the, the lower leg if we're dealing with that kind of problem. If they're not and they just say, you know, one day I woke up and I had this pain that was kind of shooting down my leg or I didn't even feel it in my leg. It's just in the foot, but I, I have really no trauma. It's not worse in the morning and we can rule out a lot of those other causes. Again, it's just the same as a, a sciatic pain. That's just a nerve in your lower back that's been irritated. There's another nerve. There are several other nerves in your low back that travel all the way down your leg, the front of your leg, the side of your leg, and they go all the way into your foot. That's what allows you to have all those sensations where you can feel hot, cold, vibrations, uh, if you step on something sharp versus something soft. Now, what can we do as a chiropractor to help with this? I know you're having foot pain. Now, the weird thing about this is that we're very rarely going to treat anything on the foot. Uh, it, it's kind of like that water leak in your roof that you see, you know, a spot on the ceiling is how you find that, right? No one just can sense that they have a leak in their roof, but they see this spot on their ceiling. And most time, most of the time, logically, they think the leak is directly above that, but sometimes it's not, right? Sometimes that leak is a little farther away and the water's just following gravity and trickling down and it's a little farther away. And so we got to fix that uh, leak in the roof where the leak is, not where the paint is discolored or where you're getting water on your ceiling. And that's the same kind of thing here. I could treat your foot all day, but we're not really going to fix the problem. If that problem's in your lower back, that's where we need to focus uh, our treatments. That's where we need to be putting the ice packs. That's where we need to talk about doing some therapies, either that interferential therapy or we use a class four laser a lot at our clinic. I'll talk about that in a few minutes. That's a really good tool for this. Uh, we need to calm down that nerve pain. And if we do that, then those symptoms in the foot go away. We have to treat the low back to get there though. So that's kind of the, the conversation that we have. And I've got all sorts of diagrams and pictures and charts in the clinic that show this because it can be confusing sometimes to people that come in with this pain down their calf or in their foot. And they're telling me about this and saying, hey, I have very little discomfort in my lower back. It, most of my symptoms are here. And if we don't discuss it and I just start treating their low back, it can be confusing as to how that's supposed to work. 
So I try and make sure that we're on the same page as far as why I'm treating, where I am, and how this is going to work. Um, I'd hope this patient is, uh, you know, already using some ice. Put it on your low back to start. And let's, again, let's make sure we're ruling out all those other uh, causes of pain on the sole of your foot because that, that pain can be pretty uncomfortable sometimes. <clears throat> Someone also texted in a question uh, and said, you know, I've heard you have to go to a chiropractor after an ox accident. Is it true? And if yes, then why? Okay, so do you have to go to a chiropractor after an auto accident? Let me give you my opinion first. Yes, you should. Uh, if you've ever had an auto accident, you should go to your chiropractor. Now, let me make the subtle distinction here between have to go and should go. There's no law on the books that states after an automobile accident, you must go see your chiropractor. That's not a thing. Although the more we start talking about it, that could actually be a pretty good idea. Uh, they, maybe we should push for some legislative changes here, but I don't think that's really what they're asking about here. It sounds, you know, like they're asking if it's a good idea to go, right? The reason you should go see your chiropractor after a motor vehicle accident is because of the lasting damage that can be done to those joints in your spine or your shoulders or your back, your knees, any of those places when the force of another car hits yours. Cars are safer than they've ever been now, which is great, right? All those safety features, they save a ton of lives, right? Seatbelts, airbags, the, the way they create cars to, to kind of collapse in on themselves as opposed to, you know, just keeping the car frame fine, but really injuring you. But unfortunately, our bodies are still pretty vulnerable to injuries during these collisions. The whiplash effect, right, where your head and neck are kind of thrown forward and backwards quickly as a result of that inertia of the collision it can cause a lot of damage to those ligaments, the discs, the nerves in your neck or your back. And you know, sometimes you won't feel these symptoms for days, weeks, even months after your accident. And that's an important thing to remember. Some of these symptoms from that accident, you know, if it happened today, they may not show up for months or even years down the road. And again, there's no law stating you have to go to your chiropractor after the accident. But there is a law that states if you don't go to a doctor like your chiropractor within 14 days after the accident occurred, your auto insurance is no longer liable for any of those injuries you sustained during that accident. The cost to get some of these things fixed, let's say you're in an auto accident and you've got a really bad disc injury or you know, maybe you, you broke some bones or something and you have to get a fusion, anything. Those surgeries, the cost of that medical care, it can be extremely expensive. And if you don't go get checked out within 14 days, guess what? You're on the hook for all of those medical bills. And again, those things can be incredibly expensive. And like I said, some of these things, they take a long time to manifest. I can't tell you how many times I've had someone come into my clinic after maybe being rear-ended and they say, you know, I'm not in a lot of pain right now, but someone told me I really needed to go get checked out. So I called and made the appointment and, you know, a few weeks later, they're getting pain or numbness down their arm 
or the headaches that they thought would just go away. You know, they were in a car accident. The headaches seemed like a normal thing to have. Well, those headaches are getting worse and they're getting more frequent and it's uncomfortable to work now. They're having trouble sleeping. Those patients are so thankful that someone cared about them and told them, hey, go see your chiropractor because now they got screened within that 14-day window. Now their medical care from this accident is all covered under their auto insurance in the state of Florida, which is a really great thing that you know your auto policy automatically comes with this stuff. It really is that simple. After the accident, when you and your family, you're safe, you're back home, it's time to call and schedule an appointment to have your consultation and examination to make sure you're covered. And if it turns out you've sustained uh, some whiplash injuries, guess what? You're in the right place to be treated already. Chiropractic care is the best way to treat these soft tissue and joint injuries. There's no magic pill. There's no cream. There's no topical stuff that's going to fix that joint dysfunction that arises from these types of, uh, you know, these types of auto accidents. And if you go to, let's say you go to your primary care doctor first, that's what, you know, they're going to most likely do. They're going to prescribe a muscle relaxer for the stiffness and maybe an anti-inflammatory for some inflammation. And that's it. Those things may help some with some of the symptoms, but they're not going to assess the joint alignment and the joint function. And they're not going to do anything to fix that stuff. And that's where those underlying problems can become worse and worse over time. But that's exactly what your chiropractor will do. Now, one more thing I need to mention about these motor motor vehicle accidents is if you've been in one and you've got a bone sticking out where it shouldn't be, or maybe you lost consciousness at some point, you know, you hit your head, that's not the time to go to your chiropractor. You need to go to the emergency room first and get that fractured arm or leg taken care of. If you had a bad head injury or you're, you know, you're having trouble seeing or hearing or something has changed dramatically after you hit your head, we need to make sure you're not bleeding inside your skull. And the ER is the best place to go. So I did want to be clear. It's not always chiropractor first, of course, because if you come see me with that broken arm, I'm sending you straight over to the emergency room anyway. You know, uh, <laughs> I had a, I've been treating a patient the past few weeks and she was rear-ended in her brand new car. I mean, this thing had less than 100 miles on it. Someone wasn't paying attention and slammed into the back of her at a red light so hard it actually pushed her into the car in front of her and we've been getting really good results on her neck pain with our class 4 medical grade laser we treat her whiplash injuries with this and she was amazed at how much better she felt after those treatments the class 4 lasers like the one we have at the neil clinic they not only provide pain relief but what they actually are doing is reducing that local inflammation as well as bringing in some local blood circulation to help her injuries heal faster. And in combination with the activator method of adjusting, she's doing so much better now with those headaches and that pain shooting down her arm. She's getting better so much faster. Jenna's given me that sign that it's uh, I'm running out of time today. So I'll finish up that discussion on how the laser works and what else we can do to treat those issues next week. Again, my name is Dr. Ben McMillan and my practice is called the Neal Clinic. Call me to schedule your consultation at 850-479-2700, or you can schedule it online at neilclinic.com, N-E-A-L clinic.com. Thanks again, Jenna, for having me on this morning.